listening to Around Comics. the best class in Dungeons & Dragons, Chris. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Around Comics, the comic book culture podcast where we talk about everything in and around the world of comics. Right off the bat, I am Brian Salazar. With me as always, my co-host, my partner in crime, Jimmy Woo, Chris Neesman. Yep, you're, the only, you're the only man that could uh, convince me to play a freaking bard a bar- in d <laughs> I Chris, do. Why, don't you, why don't you play a bard? Yeah. Hey. Okay. They're they're useful characters. They're they're and yeah. you'll have fun. You'll have yeah. fun. Yeah. Useful. That's uh in the D D world, that's aka cannon fodder. <laughs> no, not at all. Barbarian. Uh, you uh you uh you're a support character, so uh whenever the shit hits the fan, we'd like you to stand over there. Well, I always do the same <laughs> thing though. I I'm, I'm the guy who's like, okay, what do we need? And I was like, I'm like you. It's always I'm always either a cleric or a paladin because nobody yeah. wants to play them, and every party needs them. Although we don't have one in our party, so that's going to be no. interesting. Um, we have we don't have a healer at all. So I, as the bard, I the bard has- learned a couple healing spells. <laughs> See? You know, I was like, not one freaking cleric amongst you. Everyone wants to be a freaking wood elf ranger. You know, barbarian. What you call it? Hmm? Uh, hey, so this is not around Dungeons & Dragons, but it is around comics, yeah. and uh, this is our Trade Talks episode of the month. We're talking about uh, House of L, Volume 1. It was Tom's pick. Tom. Guess, who's, Tom's- guess who's late again? Yeah, so we'll have to, we'll have to wait till he gets here to start yeah. talking about it. But um, before we get there, I just wanted to remind everybody that um, we are putting out all sorts of bonus material, additional content on our Patreon page. Uh, there's the man himself. There he is, Tom. There he uh, is. Uh, Patreon page, uh, uh, patreon.com slash around comics. We got some new patrons this week. And we, uh, of course, thank all of you for uh, supporting well, them. Who did we get this week? Name our oh, patrons. Uh, that's a good, that's, let me look it up. Hold on. I, I will. Um, Give me your names. We want I, ch- I, ch- I, checked, I, ch- I checked out your days of future stacks this week. Yeah. It's going to help guide me. At the comic shop tomorrow, I appreciate it. Some, some I'm, good ideas. I'm still amazed at how much fun I'm actually having doing that stupid segment of the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like doing it, but it's yeah. kind of fun. I just get to you know, I, and I'm I'm slowly sort of adding in like just some other commentary into it as I go along. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, we by the way, we we set a bad precedent uh, on on Sunday night. We did. We talked almost twice as long about the episode that we were reviewing. <laughs> twice as long as the episode itself, we did. And we made a big mistake. Um, uh-huh. Someone pointed out on Twitter that, about, of course, the ACTV uh, WandaVision After Hours, the, our, our after show podcast mm-hmm. that's on patreon.com slash around comics if you'd like to listen to that. Um, yeah, we, we were talking about how, uh, in episode four of that show, they revealed, uh, a bunch of who the people, some of the people in the town and we had surmised, or maybe that I, they're shield a- that they're sword agents and they're and not, they're sword not, agents. They're yeah. not so but whenever can- they're building the board, they have a gigantic thing that says sword above yeah. them. So, My assumption yeah. was, I thought some of them had that sheet and some of them didn't. So the ones yeah. that did. And I went back and looked, and it was actually all of them did, and it was just like a sword letterhead. Profile. I think it's an egregious overuse of company letterhead. I think you're right. Someone's Jimmy Woo is going to get. <laughs> they're not even sword agents. Why is Jimmy Woo even using that letterhead? He yeah. doesn't work for sword. What the hell? Yeah. He should be allowed in the yeah. the goddamn office supplies. He's I'm probably- going to give. I'm going to give us a pass on that one. All right. All right. 
Anyway, so our patrons uh, that signed up recently, we want to thank Derek B., Brian R., and Philip Q. Thank you all for signing up for patron for uh, Patreon and being patrons and, and getting. I know they're all looking forward to Tom's Tom versus. We announced this week that Tom is returning, the triumphant return of Tom versus. I got to figure out how to do it again. <laughs> It's very difficult. It'll be okay. Technically, dick difficult, right? I was gonna. Yeah, I. You, you, I gotta, you pick. You picked your series, right? Yeah, I'm doing Freedom Fighters. Yeah. So yeah. You can expect that in, by the weekend. Sweet. I know people are looking forward to that. So, yeah. let's we'll see of how many technical difficulties I have <laughs> trying to do this. Where I'm like, ah, oh, wait. That's. That's kind of like cute now. I think people do that on YouTube on purpose. You see yeah. like uh, people doing like cuts, all sorts of cuts on YouTube. Oh, isn't just, that the, the big Brie Larson thing? It's yeah. like, oh, I just don't know how this works. Oh, I don't know how to work this <laughs> microphone. I, I don't have an entire film crew here. What? Yeah, I don't have a professional <laughs> film crew sitting in my house. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. I, got, I got a I got a couple uh, thirty minutes uh, thirty minutes with. Uh, interviews coming up as well. Fantastic. Well, yeah. All sorts of fun stuff. I can't believe you guys talked longer than the episode. <laughs> we <laughs> got we got into stuff. We did. This is long. It was, it was good stuff, though. We got into some good, you know, meta thinking about the show. And I talked about uh, weird commercials that freak me out now after watching WandaVision because I, yeah. uh, I see all the, like, you know, manipulation that's happening in advertising all these years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, but uh, thanks again to everybody. And uh, as always, you can uh, reach us at info at aroundcomics.com. You can also reach us uh, on Twitter and, and Instagram and Facebook. And we are on Twitch and YouTube now and Periscope if you want to watch this somewhere other than wherever you happen to be watching this. Or if you're not watching it, if you're listening to it and you want to watch it, we have a YouTube channel. We have a Twitch station. We have a Periscope thing. You can you can find the net, all that. The net has been cast wide. It has. It's a, we're on around comic. All the links are on aroundcomics.com. There's a menu item that says connect, and all the links are in there. So if you want to connect to us in any way possible, you you absolutely can. And uh, also, I want to uh, please ask people, if I can, if you're enjoying the return of Around Comics. I know this is a long intro. If you're enjoying the, re the return of Around Comics, though, Please uh, think about going to iTunes if you listen to us on iTunes, which most people do, um, and write a review or rate the show. Uh, that always helps more people find us. And hello to everyone uh, in uh, uh, Bangladesh that nice. is listening to the show. We have some 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 people in Bangladesh. It's all of our friends uh, in India that yeah, spread India. the word to their neighbors in Bangladesh. Yes, yes. Um, What's 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 uh, what's jump in and yes, all that stuff. We we love the interaction. Keep it coming. It's been great. Uh, Tom, you picked our trade talks book oh. in our rotation, and um, I think it was was it kind of a. Had to get in there. Sorry, we had to get the trade talks. Stand up with like a wireless microphone at that point and like a pointer and start wandering around the stage. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I steal from the best. Um, it was kind of a blind pick, yeah. Yeah, I just randomly picked it because right. it was available on Hoopla and it was new. Yeah. And we're talking about House of L, book one, The Shadow Threat, uh, yep. written by Claudia Gray. And illustrated by Eric Zawadski. I'm going to say Zawadski. I'm going to confidently say Zawadski. Yeah. Well, you are from Green Bay. so Zawadski. <laughs> yeah, so it's just random. I picked it randomly. And it was pretty good. Uh, agree? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I did not just like it. It made me want to read more Superman comics, which I haven't <laughs> really wanted to read Superman comics in a while. And it kind of made me want to read like old Superman comics. Yeah. I'll read the next one. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. It reminded me when, um, uh, when we talked to John Byrne way back a lifetime ago, and he talked about having to kind of not reinvent, but 
kind of clarify, I guess, maybe a way of, of putting it. Um, the, the, the Superman that was coming out of crisis. And so it was a different kind of Superman. And he actually created some of the, the modern Superman mythos that we take for granted now, you know, how, what, 35 years, whatever, um, after that. And this, this book actually changed some Superman mythos and and I will get into it later, but, um, it changed some Superman and Kryptonian mythos, um, as far as I know, that was really, really interesting. And you don't get that a lot in Superman stories. They're kind of, you know, almost boilerplate where this actually kind of pushed some DC history that hasn't been explored. And I thought that was really interesting. You know, to me, the, the, the thing is, is that none of the stuff in there is totally new. Like, it's all stuff that's been played with. You know, when I when I when I sort of brought up picking this book, one of the things that was intriguing about it was like, you know, everyone knows Superman's origin story, mm-hmm. but everyone has fucked with it a thousand times to like, <laughs> why did Tweaked Krypton it. blow up? What was Krypton like before it happened? You know, like what was uh, what was Superman's parents like? Right. So like, there's a extremely definitive superman origin story that like my dad can tell you right that like literally every person knows right but once you get past that there's like a thousand iterations of like what krypton is like is it the sort of cold version that uh burn created which was sort of like the technologically advanced you know like kind of like how to uh, it's been a long time since i read the bird utopian utopian society yeah like doomed planet nothing yeah so advanced you know and incredibly advanced and a little bit cold and you know you have your sort of classic silver age like it turns out everyone survived from krypton because superman keeps meeting kryptonians like every three months and you know everyone's had their sort of go at it you know whether it's like the stuff with, uh, you know, this basic story of this is it's about two young people, teenagers on Krypton, um, one, you know, who's upper caste, right? And um, Krypton has a genetically engineered caste system where people are built and genetically engineered to be like perfect for the role that they have, right? So you have one character who's been engineered to be uh, an aristocrat and like a leader of the planet and another character who has been uh, engineered to be a soldier, which means she's not afraid of death and she's not afraid of her friends dying. And like the, these two characters, you know, like there's a little bit of a, a, a burgeoning interest between the two of them in your classic which is kind of, novel. Which is kind of verbose. It's very Romeo, Romeo and yeah. Juliet. Yeah. yeah but to the credit, I think, like, done pretty well in the story, where it's not, like, overbearing, but it's definitely, like, an element of the story, right? So we have these two characters, and we have Krypton, which we know is going to blow up, and this idea that uh, the Kryptonians have genetically engineered themselves into oblivion, right? You know, like, there's uh, this horrible thing's happening, and the Kryptonians aren't prepared for it, whether it's their leaders have been genetically engineered to believe that they're going to figure out what they're going to do to the soldiers not being afraid to die to like uh, almost the sense that like this horrible thing is going to happen. And most Kryptonians aren't, don't understand it and aren't prepared to understand the fact that even though there's super advanced Krypton's in danger, it's going to explode. And the leaders of the planet are trying to figure out some way, obviously, whether it's like terraforming these other plants, but it's almost as if, they're not prepared for failure or can't understand why things aren't working. And you have these two characters who both from their opposite casts have their own suspicions that things aren't going the way they're supposed to be going, that there is danger. Right. And you also have your classic Superman characters like Zod and Jor-El and Lara, you know, like, so those characters are part of this story. Um, you, Superman, you could kind of say is part of the story because <laughs> he's there, them, right? But there. it was talked about. It was really, I thought they did a really cool job 
of kind of retaking all this sort of Kryptonian stuff and kind of mixing it together, making it kind of a little bit fresh and giving it some depth, but without like, I don't know, without being overbearing about it. And I thought the art was really great too, you know, like it was sort of a, the spaceships are very Kirby, you know, and like the tech machines are very like Kirby-esque machines, but also like there's kind of like a vibe of like a, a friendlier looking like Guy Davis type art to it, right? Like that's the thing that I kind of struck me. I like you that know? a lot, yeah. Like just with like a little softer approach mm-hmm. to everything, but like the art was really cool and the story is really intriguing and there's interesting stakes to it and it was done really well, you know, like the things you kind of fear maybe when you're reading like a YA dystopia book, you my, know, my, like- And I was, I was, that's one of my main takeaways is that with a lot of YA writers that make that jump into writing, you know, graphic fiction or graphic novels or comics or whatever, they have a tendency to try and write them like novels and they're incredibly wordy and don't tend to let the art stand on its own. There was, there was a lot of air in this where it's like a quick read, like, it was a pretty quick read if you wanted it to be, but there were there were multiple pages where it it was almost it cinematic. It, yes, it let the art tell the story, which there was wasn't a thousand balloons mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. yeah, still able to tell a pretty interesting story. Yeah, I think story and art wise, it did. It, it was very uh, YA friendly. But mm-hmm. on the surface, but then like dealing with some really complex things. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's. It, I mean, our heroes are essentially traitors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to be you know honest, they're they're traitors to the to the government of Krypton. They're they're rebels, basically trying you know fighting against mm-hmm. something that they don't quite understand. But um, and you have you know, like you had said, Tom, like as I was reading it, I got this feeling of like, all these people are going to die. Like I, I yeah. know this already, like mm-hmm. Krypton is going to explode. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at like almost like a history show or so, you know what I mean? Like there was just, mm-hmm. I got this really weird feeling at one point of like, I really like these characters and yet I know that they're all going to die or at yeah. least almost all of them. All are. them. Yeah. It was interesting, but I mean, it deals with some really like, topical things too you know themes of like people on very different sides of the government you know not understanding mm-hmm. one another hiding things from one another uh you know the i was a, a really sort of drawn to you know both characters struggles with uh krypton and and with the whole cast society and i i wanted to ask you guys is that something that has been Sort of presented before in, in Krypton or in Superman books. I don't remember. Kind of, but I don't think it's formally. I mean, the genetic the genetic stuff has been in Superman comics before, where it's like, well, that was uh, who who did that? Because uh, there's a storyline of like somebody coming and fucking with their genetics. Yeah. Superman. I mean, that's been played around with in a you know in various levels. I think it's been hinted at where it's like, ah, this group is outcasts in Krypton, but I don't think it's ever been at least like formalized in that way or sort of like laid out clearly. Yeah. I I don't know if I've seen like lower class, like laborers versus like ruling class, Hmm. you know, politicians it, it's it, it, the way i've always read krypton is that it was kind of a, a pretty you know utopian society and yeah it, it's they touch on on somebody's got to like build working class for that utopian society somebody's got to bleed for it <laughs> in every utopian so, man there's always got to be a janitor right yeah. but also I, just I, like I, the idea of what utopia is on krypton is like everyone's engineered for their job Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean happy. everyone has a job that you would want. It yeah. just means that you like your job because you've been made to like it. It's very Gattaca. Yeah, you've been created to 
to not want anything more than what you were created for, which is mm -hmm. kind of, yeah, that's what I mean. Like really comp, that's a really complex sci-fi sort of theme to deal with in a book that's meant for what? 13 year olds. Yeah. You know? And, and I have to say like, I was not really a lot interested. of thirteen year olds probably feel that way though. Well, <laughs> like probably, they've, been, I, like they've been made, they've been, you know, yeah. made to, you know, fulfill, you know, a, a But you don't see it path. in a lot of Superman comics. You know what I mean? And you don't see it in a lot of you don't see it in Superman comics that are made for adults, let alone comics, Superman comics, the rare ones that are made for kids. You yes. know, yeah. yeah. Well but I wasn't as, as as we figured out with WandaVision. A lot of adults just want explosions, Sal. <laughs> um, I uh, I wasn't really interested in this book when you picked it. I wasn't looking forward to reading it, and I ended up really enjoying it actually a lot. Uh, it was it was so well done, and and it kept surprising me. Like, you know, initially I didn't care for the art, and yeah. then I got to uh, this page if I can bring it up this page, which is pretty early on in the book. And I'm like, this is a five point perspective page that this guy just threw in here. Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. There's more to this art than I initially kind of felt, you know what I mean? Like after I, and then he, he kept kind of doing that sort of thing. Like every once in a while, you know, the, at first it was like, Oh, this is serviceable. That's kind of what mm -hmm. I felt. And then I I get to pages like this and go that's really cool that's really good, and and like technically very proficient uh, art and and it really started to grow on me. Everything about the book started to mm. grow. The characters grew on me. The the whole story started to grow on me. Um, pages like this, you know, where it's uh, it gives you such a a feel for the world that I've mm -hmm. never really explored before, you know, Krypton to, to much degree. Um, I kept getting feelings of like, also those YA stories that are like, you know, Hunger Games or mm -hmm. Starship. For some reason, I kept thinking of like Starship Troopers when- Oh, the military stuff? Yeah, the whole, yeah. You know, that, that kind of thing. In a good way, I love that movie, but um, it really was not what I expected at all from this book. I, I was not expecting this story and- uh, it was really good, but, um, I did one other question I had too was, okay, they have all this technology. They have these terraforming technology. They have these ships that are transporting soldiers. Why did everybody die? Why couldn't well, they they're not very good at terraforming? <laughs> well, yeah. they're not. <laughs> well, to me, like that's like the interesting, it's almost like, it's almost like the crypto. There's no one on Krypton who, who knows what to do when things don't work or like when the thing, you They're know, or, they don't have any sort of creative yeah, energy or it's like, Oh, well, we'll just do this. And then it doesn't work. And, you know, you see from certain characters, you know, like Zod or uh, Jor-El, you know, there are Kryptonians who are like, this isn't working. This is like something's wrong. Something's <laughs> wrong. You know, like we're, we're doing this and we're pretending like we, no, the, but it's almost not like pretending. It's almost like the Kryptonians don't have that capacity to be yeah. like. Well, and, oh, the, and, the, and the, Tribune is, the Tribune is more concerned about a PR campaign than they are about yeah. actually evacuating the planet or saving the planet. Yeah. It's well, just I, like, yeah. I, I was going to say, I was almost like confused by their like delusion of it mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like they're just you know i'm like why are the tribunes ignoring this but i guess it would make like they're they they assume they're gonna fix it and they don't want to panic anyone they don't want anything to change so they're like we'll get it figured out and until then we're gonna hide it but it was almost like they're delusional they're they're yeah. you know you have this government that is delusional and doesn't we're fighting for reality that seems very topical i don't know yeah, we're, yeah. we're trying to <laughs> there's this yeah. Of like a bunch of characters being like, wait a second, things aren't working they're supposed the way they're supposed to work. Or just the idea of, you know, like uh the 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 female character when she they have is changed, her genetics are changed, and suddenly she's afraid right. of death and afraid that her friends will die. 
and she doesn't like it. You know, like she wants to go back to where she wants she to go back to when it didn't matter. Like that's just what you me, were. Put me like, back in the matrix, man. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. you know, be worried about that stuff. So yeah, I mean, yeah, for a totally random pick, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm gonna read the next one when it comes when it it's, comes out. It's gonna be a trilogy, right? It's got to be a trilogy. Yes. Yeah. It was kind of cool also to see like um, uh, Lara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some time, like of like an actual like, character. Yeah, like an actual. She wasn't just a mom, you know. Like, not yeah. that that's anything wrong yeah. with being a mom, but like that was all you ever saw. She was Jor El's wife, and she was Superman's mom, and that's all you knew about her, really. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, she made it. She made a mean swaddle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she kind of has a little bit of character in this. Yeah. Or like, you know, she has her own little time. Well, she, you know, like her, her. uh you know, the, it threw me a little bit, like the idea of like her genetically altering people, wanting to alter people so that they're whole in her words. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, yeah. even that's such a tricky, like, is that the right thing to do with Kryptonians? I mean, yeah. it's kind of easy to sit back and say that. But then also the revelation that Superman isn't genetically yeah. right engineered you know well he's yeah, whole he's whole kryptonian right yeah where you could be like oh okay i get it you know like superman is you know he is all those things that the different kryptonians are missing you know he's like creative and heroic and brave and yeah sympathetic and empathetic and yeah he's like the complete thing you know he's the stuff that they're missing and that's what is mm-hmm. causing Krypton to fall apart. It was but, uh, the, yeah. the part when they first were showing the military uh, act and like the, the, the way that those characters were talking, it was chilling. Like they were just like joking, you know, and, and yeah. I imagine that that's pretty real to life in the military. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, you know, you don't know if this is your last day you're going out and you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but it was, kind of chilling to see these kids just being like, eh, if I die, it's fine. And at first I'm like, really? And then as you learn, oh, they're engineered to not be afraid of dying and not care. And it's like, God, that's, that's, uh, that's dark. That's really, that's dark shit on Krypton. Yeah. On Krypton. Well, yeah. (laughs) Nobody's genetically engineering people. I mean, you know, as far as you know, well, yet, Yeah. I mean, it's coming. So, so yeah, good job, Claudia Gray and Eric Zawadzki. Mm-hmm. It's a good That's Superman fun. story. Yeah. I eagerly look forward to to reading the second one. <laughs> fall fall in twenty twenty one, right? I think that's uh, what it said at the end. Yeah. I think that's what it said. Yeah. I know. I'm I'm a young adult reader now. <laughs> <laughs> you always have been, Sal. You always have been. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so what were some of the things then, because Chris, you had brought up at the beginning, like Man of Steel, John Burns' Man of Steel, mm-hmm. which changed Superman really fundamentally for the first time, you know, since he was created. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the things you felt in this that kind of changed Krypton's mythos? or, or- um, First of all, getting into the cast system, you know, I don't think that we had ever seen kind of how the sausage was made on right. Krypton and the 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 cultural the cultural fissures that were there that kind of mimic the 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 geological ones. I mean that planet is tearing itself apart both politically and and, and socially while at the same time the, the planet's tearing apart like physically. So, you know, I don't think that we'd ever seen anyone kind of dive into that and this the dysfunction of, you know, I'd always thought of Krypton as like this incredibly advanced, almost utopian society. And this is like, no, Krypton is a really effed up planet that has major, major, you know, societal and and you know, the genetic issues it's i mean it's a dark it's a dark look at like a gattaca like existence if you if you like that movie um i don't think that we had ever heard anything you know like the natural birth of of cal of cal-el so right. i think that's that's new stuff that we haven't really kind of, you know, seen before. And, you know, also, um, 
I don't think we've ever gotten into into Laura's family. So it's always, you know, the House mm-hmm. of L, which is what this which is weird because that's what the book is called. It's the House of L. But it it seems like most of the focus has been on the other houses that aren't, you mm-hmm. know, the direct Superman line. It's it's where it's the house of what Ray and the house of House of Ur. Yeah. So I don't think that, you know, to my recollection that we've seen a lot of the exploration of the different, mm-hmm. the different families. I mean, there's um, like, even like Kara Sorel, right? She's house of L. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's just some of the neat new stuff in the, yeah. in the Superman mythos that, yeah. that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Cause usually when you see a Kryptonian, it's always like, um, yeah, at least, yeah, I'm thinking. It's Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, it's more like Krypton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or it's like, it's like this person was a villain and was sent to the Phantom Zone, you know, like. That's the other thing, Tom, is that yeah. they definitely touched on the point that there are some just politically active, not even dissidents, but just politically active protesters that yeah. have been banished to the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. And not because they are the worst criminals, which is what we'd always kind of heard or been yeah. taught. Is that that was the word that was like the Alcatraz of? Well, of I love I love the beginning, the first couple of pages. You see this very you know utopia like Krypton that maybe we kind of would envision. You know, whenever you think of Krypton, but then we pull back and you see that it's a sign on a road it's <laughs> yeah and and yeah. that was and, really brilliant yeah yeah and it's just like oh this is not it's a great opening because it's like this is not the krypton you thought you know this mm-hmm. is something but yeah i mean it's like it's funny because when i think of like the burn krypton you got to think of like superman before crisis literally Krypton was just 8,000 different things that got layered on top of each other, right? Like, oh, there was, you know, there was this on Krypton and this city survived. And like Krypton was like, if you wanted to find something that was sort of like the encapsulation of what Silver Age and Bronze Age, DC, like why you have a crisis, you look at Krypton, which is just like this thing that just continually got more stuff added to it and more people survived and more, you know, like there's yeah. like so many Kryptonians around. <laughs> it's, time, like, you know? it's like mutants in Marvel. It's like, yeah, it's just like, holy shit, yeah. who died? Did anyone die? Like there's, there's monkeys. There's, you know, like everything's. <laughs> How did that monkey survive? Right. Yeah, and I, lo- I, lo- I love the bottle city. That's one of my favorites though. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's stuff in that that's obviously really cool and has survived and come back because it does capture the imagination. But, you know, Krypton was such um, just a smorgasbord of like 8,000 different creators, like throwing stuff onto Krypton and like Krypton had, Oh, there was an entire, you know, like there's this on Krypton. Oh yeah. And then there's also these creatures, you know, like it was just a place you could throw anything on and everyone did. Right. And you think of like the burn, stripped all that stuff away right and like just like simplified it to like it's like essence in a sense with cutting away all that other stuff that just built up over the years right and then creators have obviously brought elements back as everything comes back in comics but you know the the you know Krypton, you know, you read Silver Age comics, there's just like, oh, yes, on Krypton, there is an entire island of people who uh, had unicorn horns. That's just what happened on Krypton. You know, like, yeah, Max. yeah, there you go. There's the map of Krypton. We got Atomic Town. We got Anti-Gravity Sky Palace, Jewel Mountain, Rainbow Canyon. You know, just stuff it's just added dude, on. It's a, it's a freaking amusement park. It's added on, yeah. I mean, it it's, is. It's an amusement park. Jor-El's right? territory. Yeah, and it's just interesting, you know, like, I feel like a topic we've discussed many times is like, yeah, what's the definitive land. version? What's the definitive version of things, you know, whether it's yeah. like, what's the definitive Hulk? What's the definitive, you know, uh, Doom Patrol? Like, what is the definitive Krypton? Because it's been done, you know, it's a story that, like I said, my dad knows. Oh, yeah, Krypton's where Superman's from and blew up. But other than that, like, it's been yeah. done 
a thousand other, you know, a thousand ways. So it's just interesting to read it. Well, this this, this feels like the most definitive look at Krypton that I've ever read. Yeah, because well, I mean, it really is. Yeah, I mean, there's no Superman in it, so it's mm -hmm. like not, you know. I think, think Rucka kind of hit on it. A, yeah, in his run, where they didn't they like establish like a planet on the exact opposite side of the sun. Yeah, was there's the, something like know. that. Yeah, I mean, that's classic Krypton. Yeah. It's Krypton Creep. <laughs> I'm going to name it Krypton Creep with a K. Where it's just like, yeah, well, there's another Krypton. You know, like the urge to just add more stuff. Yeah, sure. To like Krypton. Point, here's another map of Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> Different. Yeah. Completely yeah. Nice. Different. Doesn't look the same. <laughs> no. Much bigger. Uh, kind of. There's still a gold volcano in Jewel Mountains. But now yeah. you have different continents. This one kind of looks like Italy over here. Yeah, not mean, as much of an amusement park. Not yeah. as much. Not as much. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. The Krypton, you know, Silver Age Superman is obviously a lot of fun, um, you know, and all the elements added to it. But I could see the modern eyes being like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> there's so much stuff. Like, what, what, what happened? Everyone survived. And every, every creature got off the planet, you know. I think, it, it, I mean, it is, you know, there's so many different writers and, and and creators that have worked on the origin of these comics. I don't know if you have a definitive. And that's what's awesome about comics, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. everybody yeah. has their own. Like, I think we've talked about it before. Like, there's probably more people that think of, you know, Superman, the movie Superman, mm -hmm. which sure. was, you know, still pretty it honored the comics pretty well, but, but there were things in it that were not, you know, uh, yeah. faithful to the comic or but became you know, faithful. To comics. Became, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you tell but Jeff Johns that yeah. <laughs> he'll rip it all apart. Um, three, yeah. there's three Kryptons. <laughs> we gotta have three Kryptons in the, there's <laughs> There's three: the Joker, there's the comedian, <laughs> the, the, the criminal, the criminal. Criminal. You got the uh, the, the Will. You got the Fun House, uh, Krypton. <laughs> you got the uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it is fun though. I mean, that Silver Age Superman stuff is just so silly and and you know and awesome. Anything kind of ha yeah. It was fun stuff. Like I said, this book made me want to go back and read more old Superman stories. That's how much I liked it. I'm like, oh. I want, I just want that sort of, but I want this tone, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. where it's, it's, it's light, but there's actual like serious things being talked about in it. I, you know, that's like I said, I, I don't think you see that enough in comics, let alone in comics made for teenagers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that once, once again, takeaway is that I've, read a lot of like YA authors first crack at comics and I'm like okay I can see what they're trying to do but I don't know if they really understand the medium I was really surprised and impressed at how much of a comic this was yeah I, I if I had any negative takeaway from it at all it, there was just a few like and I don't know if it was more about her trying to just talk to her audience, but there was some weird dialogue moments. There was some like odd clunky dialogue. I had to reread a couple dialogue. balloons. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I'm like, I don't think anyone would talk like that. It just seemed really weird, but I guess they are Krypton Kryptonian. So maybe they do talk like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's how Kryptonians talk. Yeah. They're all, they're all weirdos. They're all <laughs> genetically engineered weirdos. <laughs> Krypton, which, which seems yeah. more likely if you were, you know, had this planet that blew up and and it, it and was sort of striving to be a utopia, I think you would have just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> like you're not going to have many normal people. I don't no. think. No Superman. No Superman. Yeah. So, what did you think about the Zod was in it a bit, and yeah. uh, I liked his sort of representation in it. I, I, but it was also, it was like, Oh, okay. Well that kind of makes sense. Like why Zod would be so single mindedly 
aggressive towards Superman, you know, and, and it almost helped to define his character to me a little bit more because like, oh, he's he was genetically engineered to be a soldier. That's all. Because mm-hmm. I think when he was first created, it was like, well, he's a general, so he's going to act like this. But it's like, well, not every general would just like yeah. be that driven. You know, I think it's like comic book, comic book military personnel, which is odd. Have a, you know, whether it's Thunderbolt Ross, generals get a bad rap, I think. Yeah. In comics, they're just like single-mindedly, you know. It's like, it's like Royals and uh, George R.R. R. Martin <laughs> novel. Well, they're all Not just um, uh, George C. Scott from uh, Patton. <laughs> no, not Patton. The other, the uh, comedy, the uh, uh, how I, how I, um, Doctor. Oh, Sh- Doctor Strangelove. Or mm. Doctor Strangelove, not Doctor Shivago. <laughs> <laughs> also, not uh, a good look at the military. Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but it was like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. He's genetically just sort of going to be a hard ass general. Cause that's, that's what he was made to be. You know, he's not yeah. too flexible, but also, mm. also a Patriot and also wants the best for Krypton. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Which makes him a great villain. Yeah. Eventually. Right. Eventually. Eventually. Is, is he, or is Superman? I don't know. I don't. I just, okay. Lex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool to see, you know, see those characters kind of given a fresh look at like who Jor-El was or what, you know, what Zod was like, you know, like in giving Lara something to do. Yeah. Anything, anything to do besides just be there when something <laughs> happens. So, yeah, but it's also cool because it's like, even if you aren't super familiar with those characters, like they all kind of, you get what Zod is, you know, he's like the, you know, he's the military leader, He, but he's also, he knows something isn't working. Right. You know, like even in his, you know, him and Jor-El both know and they're working together, you know, and Lara, they all know that stuff isn't working the way it's supposed to be working. So Which, it's like... There's enough familiar things, but yeah. enough fresh things too, which is interesting. And like there's a lot of elements of sort of other sci-fi, yeah. you know, YA stuff, movies and books and that kind of thing. It's things we've seen before, but it was done in such a well, you know, not hidden way, but because it was Krypton, like you could get away with it because it was still fresh. You haven't seen it in this place that you kind of know already. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, it's a, a pretty smart idea to set your dystopian YA story on Krypton. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like just a clever idea. Yeah. Cause you yeah. can really, everyone's going to die. Want, yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I love the whole, like um, the whole idea of ter- you know, them trying to terraform other planets and like the soldiers not really understanding like, like this isn't working, but we have to save the equipment. Like what is yeah. going on here? And, and and not quite understanding what's going on. But meanwhile, you have the government, you know, secretly trying to escape the planet, yeah. <laughs> which is a kind of, I wonder if, I think that's what Elon Musk is, is doing, but, you know, he's trying to escape of, the planet. Terrified. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was really good. It was really yeah, nice pick, Tom. Yeah. Hey, that's random. Yeah. That's random life for you. So, yeah. So three, three thumbs up. Yeah, uh, sure. We're doing. Uh, yeah. Who's fairly. got uh, Who's got the next pick? Is I don't know. Sal? Is it me? I think it's you. Yeah. Because it no. I was kill. I was kill lock last time. Oh, that's right. You were. All right. Yeah. Well, I was. I was. I thought it might be me. Mm-hmm. So I kept going back and forth between a couple of different things, um, and I still haven't quite made up my mind. But let okay. me. No, I'll, I'll, I'll. Tom and I will talk amongst ourselves while you make your final decision. Well, do you guys want to read something new or something old? Something blue, something no, you know, just... borrowed, something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something old. Something old. No. Yeah. Okay. Switch it up. We yeah, read, yeah, we like been, new thing. Yeah, oh, yeah we've been we've been on the new the the new stuff for well since the last time that Sal picked, which was 
a book that was 20 something years old. Um, all right, then let's see. Oh, wait a minute. This is my, I had a list of stuff. Oh no, where is it? Uh, favorites. Where did it go? Shit. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Um, all right, then. Uh, gosh. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, look at him. Um, He's really bunched up on this one. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to pick Archie. No. <laughs> no. It's going to be Archie. I'm going to be the, uh, it's going to be the, the Archie marriage one. No, I, uh, I'm no gonna, one. He marries no one. This isn't. Oh shit! God damn it! God damn it! Elf Quest. Uh, no, <laughs> not Elf Quest. Get into it. I Let's loved Elf Quest. Um, when Sal was, was reading American Flag, I was reading Elf Quest. I I never read Elf Quest. I couldn't get into the art for some reason. Yeah. I was like twelve. Uh, all right. We're going to do, um, fuck it, because I, I don't think I've ever actually read this. So we're going to do oh a Legion Ooh. of Superheroes collection. It's a Legion of Superheroes Before the Darkness, Volume 1. It's oh, a- yeah, here we go. So it's Legion of Superheroes issues 260 to 271. So it's a wow. lot of issues. That's uh, uh, dropping us right in the middle, right? This is 80s. This is 1980s oh, era Legion of Superheroes. Um, it's by Jerry Conway, Paul Cooperberg, E. Nelson, Bert, Brid- Bridwell, and uh, J.M. DeMatteis. Illustrated and by Jim James, oh, Steve Dicko, Joe Stanton, and Rick Estrada. Before the Darkness? Before the Darkness, Volume 1, yes. Yep. Um, I don't know that I've ever actually read this saga. Oh, so, this is good stuff. Yeah, I think it, it could be... I'm sure, Tom, you've probably read it, right? I've read these, yeah. This is all the stuff leading up to the Great Darkness Saga. I think I'm looking for the show. Wait, it's a prelude. It's a prelude. <laughs> well, should I not pick that then? I have another. I have a a, a shorter. Uh, it's not Legion. It's it's I like a, Jerry Conway. Should I pick a different? Is that too much? Is it because it's like eleven issues? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's do it. Or we can do. I have a Justice League. We could do. If you'd rather do just, you know, I've never, I've, I've, I've read so little Legion in my life, and I love hearing Tom talk about Legion. We'll get, um, we should get some, uh, some feedback from Matt Kramer, longtime friend of the show, who's a huge Legion fan, and I want to, I no, this is great, Tom or uh, Sal, I love this because yeah, I think uh, you guys will, yeah, you know. I think this is kind of a long-standing thing. You know, Sal and I grew up, you know, X-Men fans, which was in our age group, you know, the whatever we are, you know, 35 to 45, whatever, is that you were either a, I know you're a little bit older than that old man, (laughs) um, is that you were either a Marvel fan or a DC fan. And when we were growing up, it was really like a couple different titles. You were like Avengers or JLA, X-Men or Teen Titans or Legion. Like Legion, if you were a DC fan, you were a Legion fan. And if you were a Marvel fan, you were a X-Men fan, right? My, my best friend when I was a kid was a huge Legion fan. Yeah. And I was an X-Men fan and I didn't, I, same thing, like I didn't read a lot of of legion stuff so that's kind of one of the reasons i this i think this just came out i just happened to see it on hoopa i'm like i want to read that i'm like maybe i'll make that a pick and uh yeah so i was like ah what the hell why not i I haven't read that much legion stuff so i'm i'm interested to see i mean i'm familiar with the legion but i i like i probably never read these issues i doubt i ever did but many years ago tom gifted me with a grocery bag full of quarter Water, issues waterlogged of, of waterlogged legion issues <laughs> i still smell. have them they're down in the basement it's probably what my wife smells whenever she goes down in the basement why does it smell like old book down here it's tom's legion issues but they are so fun was there a bunch of sir mike grill yes oh, yeah. yeah a lot of mike grill 
if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, they're I fun, mean. man. A lot of um, a lot of really revealing outfits, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. Yes, men and women. A lot of skin. A lot of skin yeah. in those issues. I mean, we yeah. could do the, the great dark. I mean, the 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 great darkness saga is uh, out as well as a collection. Oh yeah, I mean that's the classic. Like the yeah, right. That's. Uh, I kind of want to do something weirder. Like yeah, yeah. Your pick is great. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, let's do that. Then, then there it is. Yeah. Girls, uh, before the darkness, volume one. It is available on Hoopla. It is a collection you can get on Amazon. <laughs> those places so yeah there you go that's my pricey well pricey on amazon is it (laughs) 50 50 bucks my friend what 50 bucks damn read it on hoopla then is it a hardcover yeah it is it's a well i mean it's like a 12 issue hardcover so you know there you go it's a lot it's 300 pages holy shit we're not gonna get this done for like three months (laughs) yeah that's right a lot of legion and this is uh this is 1980s legion so how we talked about how sparse house yeah. of l was oh, there's gonna be a lot of words all right you're talking yeah. me out of it oh yeah be a lot of words i changed my mind they're gonna be explaining everything i'm never gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like 20 minutes a page oh boy yeah way to go sal well, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to Tom's uh, Tom versus the Freedom Fighters because I want to read along uh, the because fr- because the, there's only like that first series was what like fifteen, 15 yeah yeah some so yeah I'm, I'm I want to read along with that. I'm looking forward to uh, to the Freedom Fighters. They're they're one of those groups I always liked, and they've like we talked about they've always kind of come back around every once in a while. Somebody writes a, a freedom fighters and and uh i who don't know who doesn't want to write the human bomb exactly. i mean come on yeah uncle I sam mean, they're like too they're too fundamentally weird to like ever stick around longer <laughs> than like 10 issues though before it's like oh man uncle sam's like a is a weird character <laughs> yes like a, it's like strange like yeah. i like him like whenever he pops up in something i'm like oh cool but, but he gets powers from patriotism like people believing in the country yeah yeah it's cool. it's a little weird and perhaps uh i mean uh, you know patriotism versus nationalism maybe maybe there's a good story for uncle sam there and the right. difference between <laughs> between uh, between all that stuff, but yeah, I mean, but all those what what, like that. What do you mean the difference between patriotism <laughs> and nationalism? <laughs> what are you I'm just saying? Oh, all contrary. Um, you know, you got Doll Man, which is like not a great name for a shrinking character. Yeah, yeah. not the Doll, doll. Man. Uh, the the weird. Doll man, right? No, just like a different shrink. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love got... Doll Man, the Secret Six Doll Man. Yeah, Rag. That's isn't that? Rag oh, I'm doll? sorry, Rag. 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 Sal and I were both thinking of Rag Man. You got a human. You got the human. Well, Rag Man is a different character. I yes, Rag Man. We There's doll. Rag Doll. You're thinking of Rag Doll. Oh God. There's Rag Man and Rag Doll. In Ragdoll, yes, in Doll, Doll Man, in Doll Man. Man. They're, they're Gee, I wonder. I wonder how Get we got your D-list DC character straight. Is there a right? man rag? Man, man <laughs> rag. I need my, my my history of the DC universe. Where is it? Which is now thirty five years old. God damn it! Look up Rag Man. He's different. <laughs> Go to the wiki. God now. damn. So, which one are we talking about? We're talking about Doll Man. Doll Man. No, no, I know, but which one was I talking about? You were talking about Ragdoll. The bad guy? Susan yeah. Sister. The really yeah, weird, Ragdoll. creepy, yeah, Ragdoll. contortionist. Ragman was like the guy oh, the who. Jewish. He was the judge. Yeah. yeah, and when he right. captured someone who was evil, he would, the person would become part of his rag suit. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. We're getting it now. Yeah. And folks, if you want more of this, yeah. become a Patreon. 
and and you will get Tom versus where he goes into all of this DC history that Sal and I just nod at and go, that sounds neat. Fun, fun, fun stuff. We were, we were angsty teens while Tom was just having fun reading age comics. Yeah. (laughs) You guys were all just crying in the corner. (laughs) I need more Frank Miller in my life. Yeah. Reading your sad ass, crazy Frank Miller comics. (laughs) Me? I'm just reading some old Legion of Superheroes. Bouncing boy. Stories for the yeah, bouncing boy. He's just bounce. He bounces. He just bounces. Yeah. Yeah. You vote. Everyone gets to vote. Who's in charge of the of the Legion of Superheroes? What's it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Used to let the readers vote for it. Got yep. that. Democracy at its worst. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> at its worst, everyone gets to vote. Yeah. So that's uh, Tom. Great, great pick. Um, Sal, looking forward to some Legion goodness. Uh, we talked about the the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash around comics. Uh, you can uh, contact the show, info at around comics.com. Uh, Want to thank uh, all of the new Patreons. Sal read your names off earlier. Uh, we've got uh, Days of Future Stacks every Monday. Every week. Before Wednesday. Before Wednesday. Um, Sal and I are doing the ACTV WandaVision uh, here in uh, like three weeks. we got to figure out what show we're going to do after that. Um, but I, I'm enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun there. Uh, yeah, uh, you can always join us on Tuesday evenings, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, for the uh, live stream of the video show. You can watch the video show later. You can listen to it as an audio podcast. We love your feedback. Love your support. Thank you for everything. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Do we got anything else? Nah, I, I no, I don't think so. We're good. Uh, uh, swag. Get a get a sweatshirt. Get a coffee mug. Go to roundcomics.com/slash/shop. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of things to buy there. There's hoodies and yeah, coffee mugs, yeah. shirts. Um, you can get a Future Stacks T-shirt. I think is still on there. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, uh, love the trade talks episodes. It's always it's always fun for the three of us to dissect something that we've all read and spent some time with. Um, I always like getting some suggestions. I've got the next pick after that. After we leave, oh. after we we read this tome that uh, Sal picked out, we actually did get two suggestions on mm-hmm. the Amazon uh book club okay i will go there right now and tell you what they are which uh which if you're on the amazon which most people are we have a book club doesn't mean that you have to buy it doesn't mean you have to buy it from there but it does keep you updated on what our our current and past picks have been yes um there's a there's an amazon book club there's also a good uh goodreads You can join either one of those. You can follow my wife on Goodreads and see all the um, trashy romance novels that she reads. <laughs> so two suggestions we got from, uh, they were suggested by Amazon customer. I guess he's okay. Um The first one was Star Wars Lando by Charles Soule and Alex Maleev. Lando. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's a that's a collection. Um, Charles Soule, former uh, guest of them on the show. Yes, he was on the show, so that that could be fun. Lando, and then the other one is Black Hammer Volume One, uh, Secret Origins by Jeff Lemire and Dean Ormston. I, I know we've mm-hmm. all read the Black Hammer stuff already, but uh, so there you go. There's we, we we have gotten a couple of suggestions. Please, if you do join those groups, feel free to post suggestions. Um, and yeah, maybe. We dig we'll, it. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. Good stuff. Cool. Appreciate it. So that's uh, that's all of our announcements. Uh, Get that Legion book and uh, check out the Patreon stuff. We'll be back next. What? Got a little of that Legion for me, man? Legion. Give me some of that Legion, that old stuff, man. You're looking kind of ashy, Sal. Something where Uh, they fight like a circus or something. (laughs) Oh, you got, we got that. We got that for you. Yeah. 
All right. So uh, we'll we'll be back next Tuesday evening, eight o'clock Central Standard Time for the live broadcast and uh, and sub- subsequent stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go buy this fifty dollar hardcover because I can't uh, stop myself. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in head around, around comic.